Splendid Table is brought to you by all the chickens at Locally Laid Egg Company. Producing high-quality, delicious eggs for over a decade, Locally Laid prioritizes good lives for their hens. Locally Laid Egg Company also partners with rural farmers to keep agriculture clucking along in Minnesota. Locally sourced, locally sold, that's Locally Laid. You can learn more about visiting the flock at the farm's Airbnb at locallylaid.com. Raghavan, I'm so glad we can do this. Thanks for doing key three. Oh, it's my pleasure. I love being with you, Lynn. So what are your key three dishes? One is a dal, which is um, a legume-based curry. Uh -huh. We're doing a spiced rice, and we're doing a um, cabbage slaw. Which one do you want to begin with? We'll start with dal. And the kind of dal we're doing today is done with yellow split peas. The variety of yellow split peas in India is slightly different, but it looks very similar to the variety that you find here. And we call it chana dal in India, which is actually black garbanzo beans that have been split and the skins have been removed. And these are the size of tiny peas, but mm -hmm. they're really a beautiful yellow color. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm looking at everything you have laid out here, and the colors are vibrant. And one of the things I think that's so appealing about this cuisine is not only that there are endless varieties of taste, but it's beautiful to look at. You've hit the nail on the head. With Indian food, to me, it's all about colors, it's textures, it's aromas, it's temperatures. And so you eat with all your senses, but I've had people say, oh, Indian food, you know, it's all yellow, it's all the same. It's all curry powder. Yeah, and yeah. you know, first of all, curry powder ain't Indian food. Right. And second right. of all, you know, to me, the beauty of Indian food is creating that complexity with really not a bajillion spices, but maybe just one or two spices treated in such a way that you're gonna end up with a complexity that just blows your mind. Wow. Let's get to making dal. We'll get to making dal. So what I've done so far is I have washed the peas, and then I will go ahead and start, um, okay. I'm just adding water to it. No broth, and oftentimes people say, well, why are you doing that without broth? Because if you think about it, the diva in Indian cooking really are the spices. And so cluttering it with things like broth and so on, you right. really don't need that because the spices really shine. Okay. And that's what I want to prove in this dish is first of all, the simplicity of it, 10 ingredients or less. Uh -huh. And it is about going to the main grocery stores and just getting what it is that, that we're familiar with, potatoes, onions, chilies, cilantro, right. and so on. And so you look at one spice in point, which is ground turmeric. And it's that Gorgeous, gorgeous yellow color. You know, students in the past, they'll go, ooh, curry. I said, ooh, not. <laughs> I said, this is ground turmeric that gives commercial curry powders that notorious yellow color. Is it true that curry powder originated when the British yes. came back to England? 400 years ago, when the English were in India, they fell in love with some of the sauces in the southeast and the northwest, and they had their cooks put together a cornucopia of ingredients that they ground and put them in a jar and labeled it as curry powder. Powder. But as a concept, you do not have curry powders in India. To us, in a nutshell, if it doesn't have a sauce, it's not a curry. And not all curries have turmeric in it either. And so, in essence, a dal to us is a legume curry. Is what okay, it boils down because to. it's saucy. Because it's saucy. Okay. Just like you and me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got uh, about we've got a half a, a teaspoon and we're not really turmeric. measuring it. No, and so in this dish, you know, we've got the turmeric in here and that actually will continue to uh, cook and add color and flavor to right. the peas. 
it'll come to a boil and then we're going to get some of the um, foam that sort of separates naturally as part of the cooking process. Ah, okay. So once we get some of that foam out, this is where we're now going Why to Why are you doing that? Uh, because it creates a, a, a sauce that is a little bit clearer. Okay. Plus, you know, I mean, one of the school of thoughts is that, you know, it helps you digest it much better, which is, you know, when talking to some of the food scientists, that certainly could be debatable. Now, we're going to go ahead and add some potatoes. And they're diced about a and ha about half an inch. Half inch little cubes. Yep. Yeah. And so we're going to now just let that continue to... Um, to simmer and we're going to do that covered and that will cook the potatoes. But while that is doing its thing, right. we're going to now look at building the flavors in this pot. And into this dish, all we're going to do is add three spices and one is cumin seed. I always say buy spices as much as possible in the entire seed form because you give whole spices to a good Indian cook, mm -hmm. he or she should be able to extract eight flavors from a given spice depending on what you do with it. So when it's used raw, as is in the seed form, you get one flavor. If it's ground raw, you get a second flavor. If it's dry toasted, which is what we're gonna do, left in the seed form, flavor number three. If it's ground after it has been dry toasted, flavor number four. If it's sauteed in some kind of a fat, left in the seed form, you get flavor number five. If it's ground after it has been sauteed, flavor number six. If it's soaked in some kind of a liquid used in the seed form, flavor number seven. If it's ground after it has been soaked in the liquid, flavor number eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you, you think about that. You change the liquid, you change the flavor of the spice also. We're also going to this. We're going to add some coriander seeds. You need about a tablespoon. They always have an orangey overtone, or, or is it my imagination? It's actually a distant member of the citrus family. And so when you grind ah. it, it intensifies its citrus quality. Okay, so you've chosen these two spices, the coriander and the cumin, what's next? We're adding some chilies to this, and these are whole chilies. Oh, well, these are small, dried red chilies. And if I remember, the smaller the chili, the hotter the chili. Yes, and we're going to go ahead and toast these. Uh, my pan is now preheating, and so okay, when the pan so is- Okay, so a little nice, fry pan. If you notice that there's no oil. Yeah, that's right. And so to this, we're gonna add the whole spices. And when you're toasting spices, you're looking for the first color change and you're looking for the first aroma change. You can hear that sizzle that is happening without the oil. Oh, yes. And you have this over a medium. A medium high, yeah. I would say. But you can see what, what's happened very and they're quickly. they're darkening. They're, they're darkening. darkening, yeah. They have changed. This is all we're looking for right now. That fast? That fast. You can see the chilies have blackened. Oh, yeah. And so we're going to take this and we're going to add it right to a blender jar. Okay. And then to create a liquid base for that, we're going to add some tomatoes to it. And then we will puree all of that together. You're really bringing it down to a very, yeah, there's tiny bits in there, but, but basically bits. it's a puree. But oh. Oh my goodness, oh, and the aroma, oh my. <laughs> you can smell that lusciousness of the tomato. There's a smokiness that comes oh, through. Oh gosh, yeah. And so this is what's going to flavor our oh, legume this curry. So this goes into? Right into the pot. Once the potatoes are done, we are now adding this. 
This is really beautiful because you have the bright yellow split peas, you've got the russet color of the tomato and the ground spice, and then you have flecks of fresh coriander. Mm. It's a gorgeous dish. It is a gorgeous dish. Can I taste it? Yes, of course. <laughs> okay, now this is, this is beautiful. This is a stew-like consistency. And this is what blankets rice. Oh my. Oh. You're mm. tasting the complexity that's coming through. Oh, and I can get the spices. But you're right, they're all blended. Mm -hmm. It's a marriage that really works very well with this dish. It's just delicious. Okay, but there's two other dishes here, your two other key three dishes. What are they? Uh, I've also done a delicately spiced basmati rice that is steamed with whole spices, and I have a slaw that is tossed with uh, roasted peanuts, fresh lime, and roasted mustard seeds. Ooh. And this looks like it's meant to be served as an entire meal. It certainly can, but they also stand alone dishes in many ways. But because we're serving it in the context of a meal, the rice and the vegetable to me is a natural accompaniment to dals. So let's talk about the rice, for instance. The talk rice, me through that. Absolutely. The rice that we call the pulao, because a pulao or a pilaf is a rice that's been seasoned. That's all really it is. Ah. And so we've got um, a basmati rice, which, as you know, is the world's uh, best rice. And famous rice. Famous rice, and it is aromatic. And uh, to further enhance the aroma of basmati, we're actually going to flavor that with some whole spices. We talk about whole spices that some of that we've used in the dal, the cumin seeds. Yeah. We're using cinnamon sticks in there, some whole cloves. So you've got sweet spices. And then you've got the cumin, which is a really very savory spice. Mm -hmm. so almost nutty in a way. Yeah, almost nutty. So, the, so you've got to balance right away. Absolutely, which is a key word in the world of Indian cooking is balance. And so cloves, which has a, a peppery quality to it. Right. And then we're also adding to that the other queen of spices, which is cardamom. Cardamom, I think, is one of the most amazing spices. We don't use it enough. It can go, it can be savory, it can be sweet. It's, and it's aromatic in a very interesting way. It's highly aromatic, and it is, um, uh, it's a personality that shines beautifully well, even when it's used whole. Uh -huh. And so what we're going to do is heat up a little bit of um, ghee which is clarified butter. Right. But it's butter that's clarified to such a high extent that all the milk solids are completely removed. So it doesn't burn very easily. It doesn't burn. Right. We could actually, you're elevating the smoke point of butter. Uh-huh. Um, and so uh, in, in the ghee, when it's nice and um, warm, to that we're going to add the whole spices, the cumin seeds, the cloves, the cinnamon sticks, and the whole cardamom pods. And as soon as you add it to the hot oil, it sizzles, and you've got this aroma that jumps right out. Mm. And I've always said with Indian food, you could cook with a blindfold because it's the aroma that's going to tell you what's ready for the next step. And so once the spices are sizzling for about less than 30 seconds, we're going to take some red onion. And um, ah. uh, that's, the, that's the, the most common variety of onion that's used in all of India. And those are thinly sliced. And uh, we're adding then the red onion to the whole spices. What the red onion does, it prevents the whole spices from continuing to burn. Ah, so okay. it, it, it arrests the temperature a bit. And so then you're caramelizing the onions and you're creating that nice sugary undertone. Mm. And so all of a sudden, you've created a beautiful blanket of flavors in that clarified butter. 
And so to that, we're going to add basmati rice, which I always wash a little bit just to get rid of some of the, um, the dust and so on. Mm -hmm. um, and then we add the rice to the onions and the whole spices. And so now we're adding some water to that, not broth, because when the moment you taste that, that water that's been added to those ingredients, it tastes so complex, far more complex than any of your well-executed broths that you would normally use in French cooking. And again, that's the beauty of the spices. The transparency again. And let it come through. Let it come through and let it be what it is. And, um, and so once the water comes to a boil, and the beauty about cooking rice is people are always so afraid of cooking rice. But to me, it's one of the most stress-free way to cook it. And so when you add the water, add the salt, stir that up and don't do anything to it. And the water will come to a boil, a vigorous boil. And then once the water has evaporated from the surface of that rice, you'll see craters that are starting to form. Right. And so it's only that time that I will stir the rice once or twice. And so there's still liquid underneath in the bottom, but there's no liquid on top. Uh -huh. And so then I will put a tight-fitting lid on that rice, turn it down to the, to the lowest flame possible, and let it simmer for about five minutes, and then let, and, and turn off the burner and let the rice sit undisturbed for an additional five minutes. So in other words, from the time the, the water has evaporated from the surface of the rice, less than 10 minutes later, you've got rice that's been perfectly cooked. So you have this beautiful blossom spice pilau. Mm -hmm. Now the other dish, well, it kind of looks like a very colorful coleslaw. It is. It's got every color in there. I mean, it's purple, it's green, it's red, it's fresh. The colors are just fabulous. So what is this third dish, your last key three? It's a slaw with attitude, I say. <laughs> <laughs> and it is um, shreds of cabbage and um, two different kinds of cabbage, just for the color. Again, you with all your senses. The pepper, right. the red bell pepper in there also adds some color to that. Uh -huh. And then to that, I've added some unsweetened dried coconut with a little bit of salt, fresh squeezed lime juice. Ooh. And the other ingredient that brings it all together in my mind is roasted peanuts that have been ground to the consistency of coarse breadcrumbs. Again, you're creating texture in this yeah, dish. Yeah, but so, flavor too. But flavor yeah. too. And so we added the peanuts, a little bit of salt, and then you're going to season it, coming back to the flavors of India in a little bit of canola oil as the oil gets nice and hot and it starts to shimmer. To that oil, I will add mustard seeds to it, whole mustard seeds. And when you add whole mustard seeds to hot oil, it starts to pop like popcorn. And you better get a lid on it you because better. otherwise you're gonna have mustard seeds coating <laughs> your kitchen. Yes. yes. And the reason we do that is because we're looking for that first flavor of mustard seed, which is sweet and nutty. And the moment it stops popping, you're gonna remove it from the heat. And then to that hot oil, we're going to add a little bit of brown turmeric. And then pour all of that over the cabbage. And you, you mix it all up, and you've got an amazing cabbage dish. And you don't, this is not cooked either. If you want to, sometimes if I have leftovers, I love cooked cabbage. Yeah. And so I will go ahead and just stir fry that a little bit till it warms it up. And then I've got a whole different dish because it's got if a different If you throw some leftover rice in that, you have another whole different dish. Absolutely. Three incredible dishes. Raghavan, thank you. Oh, it's my pleasure to be with you, Lynn.